right here, right now. Hey, Moni. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am doing great. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Ooh, we made it, made it through another week. Yeah, how was your week? My week was good. It was super productive. Um, I had a lot of fun. I was super silly this week. Great. Um, I did notice my inner critic was being kind of a jerk. Oh, yeah? Tell me more. Well, without being too open, <laughs> um, she was just pretty persistent a couple of the days, despite the fact that I was being silly and productive. She was kind of getting me down. Um, I was mindful of her and I told her to shut up, <laughs> um, but she kind of pissed me off. Yeah, but you were mindful, so you knew to have a, like a dance with her rather than just letting her kind of overpower you yeah she overpowered a little bit <laughs> and then we then we tangoed it out <laughs> nice yeah I was thinking about the inner critic this week also tell me more because I think because of you know we planted a seed in ourselves I know we did it's true so you know during my yoga teaching opening I usually say something along the same lines generally mm-hmm. And the spiel to center myself and my students in the room is Mm -hmm. usually something along the lines of letting go of expectation and letting go of comparison Mm. and letting go of judgment. And I usually say of ourselves and of each other and of the situation. And as I was saying those things this week, I was thinking, reframing it into like, those words are just letting go of that inner critic that tends to step in as we try something new. Mm-hmm. For a lot of those people in the room, in the yoga room, it's trying a yoga practice or a pose for the first time. So it's really likely that they would feel judged compared to and have expectations of themselves or me or the other people right. in the room. And or so, what they saw on Instagram yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> or who they were three weeks ago before they sprained their ankle or three years ago before they had a baby right. or whatever the case may be. So it was really interesting to kind of see those same words in a new light, thinking about that inner critic Shh, just needs to be more tolerant, mm-hmm. <laughs> more accepting, more compassionate towards our inner, hmm, who, whatever is the opposite of the critic. What is that? Who is that other voice? You were speaking of her last week. She's a cheerleader mm-hmm. coming in many forms, hopefully. I I love that, Monica, because, I mean, I've heard you say those words in class so many times. I have been your student. Indeed. Um, and I really like the idea of having – said something so hundreds of times for you and me hearing those words mm-hmm. all of those times, but you just kind of all of a sudden heard it in a completely different light. And I think that's really cool. And um, what I was what I was thinking about, my inner critic being a jerk or maybe even an asshole. <laughs> dare you say. Uh, dare I say. Um, I was really feeling like, you know, maybe I ought to give my inner critic a little bit more compassion, that maybe she's just misunderstood. Yes. 
Um, and that while we say that she's a critic and she can be a jerk and she can be an asshole, all of these things are really negative. Um, and I think in especially our society today, we're so rooted in always having that cheerleader by our side and getting rid of the critic, having the cheerleader, but that sometimes, sometimes an inner critic can be like a life coach and not your cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And that maybe there's even a place for that critic for both. with the non-expectation, with the non-judgment that you're talking about, um, mm-hmm. that you lead into your yoga class to kind of have that. I'm not going to judge her. I'm going to give her a space. I'm going to try to find her source and try to figure out if there's anything that, that I can utilize mm-hmm. from her. Mm-hmm. Kind of tease out what it is that she's protecting or encouraging. Mm-hmm. Or maybe um, as an example, part of the thing that was getting down on me with my inner critic this week was um, productivity. And despite the fact that I'd done quite a bit, I know right now in my life there are things that I really need to accomplish that I'm kind of pushing to the sidelines. And so while I'm getting all this stuff done... She's yelling at me because I'm not being productive enough. My defense is to kind of bow up and say, look how productive I'm being. You're just being a jerk. But maybe that's coming from a place inside me saying you do need to be more productive. You do need to get more stuff done. Or do these things that you're putting off that you know you're putting off. Exactly. It's kind of yeah. you scolding yourself. Bad girl. Bad girl. Do this stuff. Prioritize. Yeah. And that's natural for ourselves to keep ourselves in check but in like the creative process I feel like it's so we're so used to keeping ourselves in check in all of the processes of life and work Mm -hmm. especially and maintaining a household keeping your kids alive all the things that it really you can't just push her aside (laughs) you know like you got to do those things right right and as well you as you can anyway but then to the creative process we still take those stringent critics guides and we're like no it has to be perfect nope color inside the lines Mm -hmm. nope that story doesn't make sense what do you mean that imaginary thing but you know so allowing ourselves to kind of play with turning it on and off for the processes Mm -hmm. that it doesn't matter if you have a critic like let that shit go when we're writing a funny ridiculous non-important story Mm -hmm. in a 10 minute segment versus you know the rest of the stuff where she really can hold a pretty strong place in you being a badass boss. Right. And also recognizing when she's gone too far. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Wow. Just trying to get through. Just trying to make dinner here. Thanks. Yeah. I've been struggling with that. I'm still Katie. I'm feeling so creative in all these other outlets. I've been doing all this stuff to get whatever going and all these directions that my basic three meals a day, the home front cooking has been a little bit slacking in my normal creative way and prep and all the ways of the kitchen that I feel accustomed to over my years. And then, you know, it's just, we have to trade off some, some sets of juice, you know, mm-hmm. I have a uh, more to do in other areas than be creative in my skillet right now. So, and that's I've- okay. So my inner critic needs to just shut up and be, let me be okay with that for now. Yeah. I bet crispy tacos were still delicious. They were. They were in Let's Luke's favorite meal. So, you know, he was totally happy about that being the first thing I thought of. Yes, thank you, wife. I appreciate that. We're going to be aware of her. We're going to listen. We're going to be mindful. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep the conversation going. Mm -hmm. We're going to be compassionate towards ourselves. Yep. 
as much as possible in all of our creative processes, Mm -hmm. in all of our processes, especially our creative ones. Just keep the children alive. Yeah. The plants, if you can. The the pets, for sure, if possible. My succulents are thriving. Yay! So that's a big step in the right direction for me in my life. Good job. Once a week watering has really taken off, so I feel like I am ready for parenting any day now or year now sometime in the future. You never know. Succulents might lead to babies. (laughs) They do propagate easily, I've heard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's good, Katie. Wow. The once a week watering has really taken off. (laughs) Yep. That's good. So we're still working on it. Always yeah, it's inner critic. Yes. But we're not going to let them come into our stories today. No. That's the most important we're part of this try podcast. Really hard. Really hard to just let it roll. Let it write. And be yeah. Let it write. Be open with whatever. Mm-hmm. Without judgment. Without comparison. Mm-hmm. And without expectation. Right. And here. so we're gonna take right now the podcast. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This is Katie over here. Hi. I don't know if we've met. Hello. Oh, my goodness. We're just going to keep it like this, though. Yeah. I think it's perfect. Yeah. Who am I, though? Um, Are you the poodle? No, no, no. That's not the poodle. You're Monica. Yay. Ma, that's good ma, stuff. Ma, Monica. And you're listening to right here, right now. The podcast. The podcast. Just so in gonna, case you weren't yeah. sure. <laughs> we're going to get started now as if we weren't already started t- 10 minutes in or so, whatever yeah. it is. We're going to play a game called Big Ol' Sentence. Katie's going to say a sentence and I'm going to add a word and then she's going to add a word to the sentence, but not in necessarily an order like you might think. We're just going to make it bigger, make it more descriptive with every iteration. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. There's a bird in the sky. There's a big bird in the sky. There's a big blue bird in the sky. There's a big blue bird in the dark sky. There's a big blue bird in the dark stormy sky. There's a big blue feathery bird in the dark stormy sky. There's a big blue feathery bird in the dark stormy lightning struck sky. There's a big blue feathery bird in the big in the dark stormy lightning struck sky carrying a worm. There's a big blue feathery bird in the dark stormy lightning struck sky carrying an electrocuted worm. <laughs> <laughs> the Indian. That's good. I like that. Wow. It really painted itself into a new picture. Yeah. That's fun. I would like, we should draw those. Ooh. That'd be cool. Yeah. That's a fun doodle. If you feel like drawing that bird Ooh. with his electrocuted worm, please send it in to our email, katieandmoni at gmail.com. Yes. Excellent. Perfect. I'd love to see that. So, now it's time for our game, Yep, which you are. may or may not be playing along with. We are warmed up. We're going to write here right now. 
which is why we named the podcast that, because mm-hmm. we write here right now. Because we're clever. Yeah, we're clever like that. Yep. We mm-hmm. have not seen these prompts that we have in this game we're using, which is called the Writer's Toolbox. We are pulling out, in this scenario, today's game, we're going to pull out the wheels. So in the Writer's Toolbox, there's a couple different ways to play. This one is a protagonist, a goal, an action, and an obstacle. So putting together a story based off whatever we roll from these wheels of possibility. And if you have been following along the last few weeks, this one's a little bit different. So if you're playing with us, go ahead, get out your pen and your paper. But rather than us giving you the prompts and pausing in between, we're going to give you all four of these things all at once. Give yourself 30 seconds to a minute to kind of think about what you want to do with these story characters but or story pieces. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. don't give it too long because you want to be able to surprise yourself like the unknown elements before. Um, so just a quick moment to kind of mull it over and then start your timer. <clears throat> we normally go for like nine, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And what also, when you're mulling it over, we like to, what we read, I think, is to concentrate on the protagonist and kind of develop, you know, who is Katie, the writer, or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, that was a basic example. Yeah, kind of just think about what they look like, what they're wearing, who their friends are, just real quick, where are they in your What time period is it? Yeah, just Mm -hmm. so many, set their scene, and then let those other things develop in the time frame that you set for yourself. I get nine to ten minutes. And you're so you'll end up with one story yes. with all this stuff combined. So one story, let it roll. We don't know what the prompts are either. So have some fun with it. All right. So first of all, our most important is our character, our protagonist, who is Devin with a gift for comedy. That's fun. Okay, so Devin with a gift for comedy has a goal. And Devin with a gift for comedy's goal is to save mother. To save mother. His obstacle of saving mother, uh, and unfortunately, it's going to be Fred the monster. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Fred is not going to be. Mm. So his Helpful. action in order to overcome Fred the monster to save mother uh, Devin, the comedian, gets on television. Ooh. Don't really know what's going to happen with all that information. Just to repeat, we have Devin with a gift for comedy. Trying to save mother. He's going to have some issues with Fred the monster. And so he's going to have to get on television. Or in any order yeah. with those things that you would like to take. Right. In. Those are just the pieces. You can put your story together however you'd like. Be descriptive. Have some fun with it. Do whatever comes to mind. We'll see you back. Here in 10 minutes. Or it'll seem like an instant. Hey, we're back. That was fun. We had about a 10-minute adventure there just now riding. Yes. My hand is tired. That was a good one. Yeah, I went. I went off. Go first. You should go. Okay, here we go. Hi, my name is my name is Devin. And boy, do I have a story for you. I'm 11 years old. And my favorite pastime is telling jokes. Not just any joke. 
I love dad jokes. You know, the dumb ones that you just can't help but giggle at, no matter how stupid they seem. I know what you're thinking. What a story. But I haven't even gotten started yet. I was just giving you my backstory. Anyway, this is a story of how I saved my mom. But first, I need to set the scene and tell you about my awful neighbor, Henry. Henry's the kind of guy that is annoying right from the start. He gets mad if I forget to put the trash can up. He yells when someone parks on his side of the road. The worst part about Henry is his monster of a cat, Fred. Fred is a terrible cat. Stinky, ugly, and mean. My mom and I always try to keep away from Fred because not only is he terrible, but at night he turns into a beast. He grows four times his size. His eyes turn yellow and his claws turn into bear claws. And a few weeks ago, he pinned my mom in the house and tried to gobble her up for dinner. Oh my gosh. I went over to Henry's house and yelled at him, trying to tell him right away to get and help me save mama. But he told me I was making up stories and to go home. I called the police and they'd said I'd be in big trouble if I kept telling all these lies. They didn't believe a word I'd said. My mom was screaming hysterics and I didn't know what I would do. But just like any other 11-year-old, I turned to my Facebook I went ahead and started a live Facebook feed, just like I do every Saturday night, and I started telling my dad jokes. You know about that restaurant on the moon? Great food. No atmosphere. One of my favorites. As soon as the ha-has started rolling in, I panned over to mom and that crazy monster, Fred. He was terrifying. Thank goodness my principal follows and supports my comedy acts. My principal's wife is lead at the local news. I got my feed live on TV, and before you knew it, the rescue squad came over and saved Mom. I did it. Henry was questioned by the police. It turns out he'd been tampering with Fred's DNA, and that's what made him into a terrible monster. He even had a hamster and a bird in the basement. He'd been tampering with. (laughs) Needless to say, Fred is no more and Henry is rightfully in jail. I know it's a crazy story, but it's true. And just to keep it light, I'll tell you one more of my favorite jokes. Mom, can you let the cat out? Well, I didn't know it was on fire. Wow, that was so great! Oh wow, no inner critic there. No, that was a good flowing, just flowing. That was so good. (laughs) So Katie and I, before we were just hanging out, and uh, we were talking about dad jokes. We sure were. So they infiltrated our story. (laughs) Do you have dad jokes too? (laughs) Yeah. No way. We had an opportunity to go there. That's great. So, yeah, let's see how mine came up. Okay. <clears throat> this is fun. I can't wait. So, uh, where do you think baby corn comes from? The audience chuckles in anticipation of Devin's punchline. 
you know, since all there is is popcorn. <laughs> the grumbles and courtesy laughter was to be expected from Devin's dad joke routine. He was just trying to keep his father's legacy alive. He had always wanted to be on TV as a sitcom dad. It was a weird fantasy, but hey, that was Louie for you. Rest his soul. Since he passed last year, Devin's mother had been a total wreck. She wasn't herself, just puttering around in her slippers, saying Louie's dumb jokes under her breath all day. She had Everybody Loves Raymond on repeat, a constant reminder of two of Louie's favorite sitcom dad role models. Devin didn't know how he could ever help his mom feel normal again. But the only thing he could think to do was embrace his father's dream of getting on television. He had always had a knack for comedy. He was even voted class clown in high school and won $500 at a silly talent contest doing stand-up in college. How hard could this TV gig be? Devin had an audition the next day. He put on his coolest L.A. outfit, his really rad sunglasses, and made his hair look like he just woke up like that. <laughs> he made it through the audition flawlessly, and as he went back through the auditioner lobby, he saw the most perfect-looking TV sitcom dad. His outfit was on point, and his hair was perfectly imperfect. He was a total monster. Ooh. He looked perfect for the part, but did he have the dad jokes to back it up? Devin stopped him on his way through the door. Excuse me, what was your name? Fred, he confidently answered. Oh, right, Devin went on. I was wondering, had you tried the new restaurant on the moon? Excuse me, Fred replied, annoyed. Oh, the food's great, but it's got no atmosphere. Good luck in there, buddy. Puzzled, Fred turned back to his audition. Devin got the call 30 minutes later. He was the new Donnie Tonner. Maybe mother had a chance after all. Uh, we told the same dad joke. excited when you shared that one that's awesome yeah, so we, we we had a secret prompt yeah. <laughs> before maybe a few hours ago we looked through maybe like 30 20 20 30 dad jokes mm -hmm. but that one stuck that one stuck <laughs> made a lunar landing <gasps> hey. hey so you might have written a similar ridiculous story concerning those four elements and if so please send it to us so we, would, we can share it we would love to share it next week we would really enjoy that you can email it to kt and Monty at gmail.com and also if you have any ideas for future stories prompts or anything like that we would love to get those if you wanted to draw us the picture of the Big blue bird yes. with his electrocuted worm. Yes. Um, with any feedback. I might have to draw that picture. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to post it on the website, um, which you can find on our social media account, Instagram, mm -hmm, right here, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right now. We are also now findable on iTunes. Yep. Stitcher. Mm -hmm. Google Play. Tune in, right? Tune in. All of it. Spotify, yes. of course, SoundCloud is our home base, but all of those options are now available, which is super cool. Like us, rate us. Tell your friends about us. Share it. Yeah. Love it. Be creative. No judgment. No expectation. No comparison. No comparison. Let your story be your story. 
and let me have my story. Give me my story. <laughs> or take Fred. Yeah. Take Fred away. Yeah. Monster. Totally. Well, this was fun, guys. I hope you had fun and enjoyed it with us. And don't forget to give your inner critic a little bit of credit, but tell her to shut up at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. Until next time. Have a great week. Bye. <laughs> Bye.